You are now tuned in to Today with Pastor Jay on WNZF News Radio, where we discuss inspiring and informative news. And now here's your host, Pastor Jerilyn Denny. Good morning, good morning. Wake up and good morning. It's a beautiful and a great day. And I tell you, this too is a day that the Lord has made. Mm-hmm. And I'm choosing right now to rejoice and be glad in it, even though I am mad. Actually, I'm a little angry. The Bible says, be angry, but sin not. So it's okay to be angry. It is okay to be angry. And that other voice you hear is Mark Green. He's my community response. Uh, Mark, thank you so much for being on the show. And then I have um, that you can hear overhead. It will be uh, Jill Woolbright, former school board member. Good morning, Jill. Good morning. Yeah, thank you for being on the show. And then I have my other community response, which is Lisa Perkins. Good morning, Lisa. Good morning. Okay, so let's just go right in. For those of you who don't know, let me kind of get you up to speed a little bit. Um, On Friday last week, and that would have been, what date would that have been? August the 18th. um, Some educators or supposed educators, I'm going to say it like that, because if they were real educated, they wouldn't have done it. Yeah, I said it. Grabbed a group of African-American students, black students, from grades four through fifth and placed them in an assembly. First of all, let's start with this. They segregated school um, students in Flagler County, knowing that Flagler County was the last county to desegregate in the nation. But now elementary school educators segregated kids and told them, and this is my vernacular, and they pretty much said this as well, that if you do not raise your test scores, that you are going to die, um, die early, die early, or be in prison, or be in prison. Uh. So, really, uh. now in this group of fourth and fifth grades, only African American, mind you, uh. you know, or Black American, whatever you, your term you want to use, brown skin. Yes, they pulled all the students. Not just those that they consider to be underachieving achieving by terms of their test scores, but they also place the um, African-American students that had passed their tests and paraded them in front of the underachieving kids oh. by test scores, telling them you need to be more like them. This happened on August the 18th, 2023 in Flagler County at Bunnell elementary school to me it seems like a zen generation of willie lynch uh-oh and it's inferior it's it's really um infuriates me i'm not although i'm not surprised because as you did mention we were the last um county in the nation to to desegregate schools and, and and let me just get right to my point. What's your point, Mark? My point is that I'm calling on this our new interim superintendent to fire. Uh oh. Amen. The principal of Bunnell Elementary School and to reprimand every teacher and aide that participated in the assembly, whether they were willing, did it willingly, or they were forced to or felt threatened to. They need to be reprimanded because you can't make me do something that I don't believe in. Mm-mm. And so if you're going to p- put my job over me and say that if you don't participate in this, you fired, I'll just walk out the door. So um, because there were many black teachers and aides who participated in this assembly and they put them, I'm sure they were put up to do it. 
So, again, let me reiterate my point. My point is that I'm calling on the interim superintendent of the Flagler County School Board to fire the elementary principal at Bunnell Elementary School. All right. Now, that's Mark Green's perspective. Uh, Lisa, let's go to you. What, do you. what say you? You're, you know. I, I agree, especially when I saw her letter that she sent out to the parents. Hmm. Okay. She didn't apologize. The only apology she made was that they didn't invite the parents or tell them about it beforehand. Okay, that, so it, she didn't apologize for for uh, the outrageous conduct of of verbally abusing these kids, segregating these kids. Thank you. Um, how awful! I mean, I wonder if these kids even wanted to come back to school. All right, so here's the letter. This- I have the letter right here. Okay. From the um, principal of Bunnell Elementary School, it says, hello, parents. By now, most, if not all of you, have heard about an assembly your child was part of last Friday. We have held a number of family outreach programs over the years, which have been aimed at getting our parents and guardians more involved with their children's education. It's been proven that without support from home, whatever gains we get in the classroom are tougher to maintain. I want to assure you there was no malice intended in planning this assembly. However, we failed to inform you, our parents and guardians, of these plans. We realized we went against our long-held belief that this must be a team effort with you being a key member of that team. Now, let me tell you what I heard when I read this. Hello, BES parents. By now, you heard of the fact that we traumatized your child Mm. and we segregated Uh your kid from the rest of the students. We've held Uh a number of family outreach programs over the years, but we felt like abusing your child was the only way that we can do it by bullying them and parading those that were achieving in class in front of them. And I'm apologizing because I didn't tell you that I was going to abuse your child before I did it. That's what I read. Did anybody else see anything? The the only thing she apologized for was she did not inform the children I mean, excuse me, inform the parents of the assembly. So to me, she's saying, I'm sorry that I did not tell you that I was going to bully your child, intimidate your child, embarrass your child. Mm. And I didn't tell you ahead of time. Dehumiliate. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, come on. They humiliated (laughs) them. She humiliated them. But we'll give them some counseling services. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For doing that. Yeah, but you know we're going to offer some counseling. Well, they're lucky they don't get sued. And (laughs) the bottom line is um, that. Let me be clear. You find me three parents that's willing to sue, I'd be more than happy to help them with a class action lawsuit against Flagler County Schools because this is horrific. Now, what I'm upset about is the response or the lack thereof. I've spoken with several people, and I am appalled at the lack of the response. No one is saying this is wrong. Segregation is wrong. Bah, bah, bah. Nah, 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 nah. Yeah, I'm they sick have of that. that Zen generation spirit. And it, it really it really bothers me to take a child who, in most cases with our children in Bunnell, have been raised by younger parents or parent. But they're still a student. Mm-hmm. So we have to treat them as students. So even if there's a roundabout way that you have to get them to learning, that's your job. But to disrespect them, humiliate them, 
Threaten so them, good. bully them, all these things oh, wait, that they, we, they that we fight them, so much against. They offer them McDonald's and Chick-fil-A, and Chick-fil-A if they for, pass as a the reward. Test. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they did yeah. do that. Keep so, the Chick-fil-A. I'll bring them some real food. <laughs> so let's 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 get um Jill Warbright to the way in. Because Jill, you were um you served on the Flagler County School Board. You understand the demands of the test. And the challenges that the teachers are go through, the administrators go through, and as a district, the grading score. And the African-American students is considered a subgroup. Explain how these subgroups work when it comes to testing and scoring. Okay, I'm going to try and keep my calm because keep. I'm angry too. Come on, so, tell us why you're uh, angry because you taught at Bunnell Elementary School. Yes, ma'am. I taught generations at Bunnell Elementary. I taught kids and then I taught their kids. Mm -hmm. So I am, and then I taught cousins and there's probably not anyone there that you can't say a name and I didn't teach someone in their family. So this is very, uh, it's very upsetting to me. And I just want to put this out there first. I do know for a fact that some of the first comments that the principal got from parents was they were upset they weren't told about it mm-hmm. all right but that but okay well that might be an issue but that is not the issue mm-hmm. and that's not what the principal should have addressed or the school district should have addressed what should have been addressed loud and clear is that the, it is never appropriate to segregate our children by race amen period period, period. now the state, because they analyze statistics ever since there has been um, state testing, ever since the very first FCAT, mm-hmm. there's been statistics. And what they noticed was that some subgroups of children underperformed. They did not perform like the average uh, child. They were not performing on grade level. So all these years, they have looked at subgroups. One subgroup is English people that speak a second language. English is their second language. They traditionally do not score like the average um, student um, in the state or the county. They also take a look at the um, disabled, learning disabled students, the ESC students. And those that's a big realm of, of students, but that student's anywhere from physically impaired that probably don't take the test all the way to learning disabled, to all different kinds of disabilities, they as a whole group underperform the normal trend line. And then the other subgroup is the black children. Mm. They also look at Hispanic children, but um, in the black children have in the state and in the county traditionally underscore The white children are the average children, the average scores. So they have benchmarks that they try to reach. And it's been appalling to me year after year how underperforming not only to the general population in Flagler County, but our African-American or students of color, as well as our ESE students, not only underperform, but they underperform the state benchmark, mm-hmm. the state average. Whereas our general population of um, students, they score above our state scores. 
So it has been long known, and this has been um, something that they have, this district continues to work on. But, but don't you come up with programs? Sudden, don't you come up with programs and outreaches? Programs. And you do, I mean, you do not isolate and segregate a group of students based on the color of their skin and say, do better or you're going to find yourself in an early grave or Never. in jail. All my at in Flagler schools, I started my interning in 89 and 90, and I became a teacher in 91 all the way up to, to uh, when I retired in 2019 and then a school board member. Never, ever, ever did we segregate any of those students to help bring up their scores. That is just backwards thinking, and all that does is like all those things that you said, damaged children's it self-esteem. It damaged their self-esteem. I mean, at one time, black—that's or they need to believe in themselves. I, as a teacher, I could bring students up to f two levels, but I sure didn't do it by talking down. There you to go. Them Thank you. Them there you go. Their certain race or their group are terrible scores, and that they need—they're gonna and then threaten them with stuff, and then never in education do you reward and, and dope gift on oh, one speaking group. of and some reward. of those fashions you had to go outside of the box to get to the to get to the place that you needed to be let me just say oh, hold on let me say this because you said something about rewards i spoke with one of the parents of the high achieving students the other day and she told me her um her child came home very upset and shaken about what they had just witnessed and had to endure I mean, they didn't have an option or a choice. We're segregating you because you're black. Mm. I mean, that's what Bunnell Elementary School did. You're black, and you're in the fourth and fifth grade. I need you to get your black behind in this room. And, and you're in Bunnell, and we say. can get away with it. We can do what we want to do. Right. This is what happened. This is the fact. You may not <laughs> like it. I don't like it. As you can tell, I'm outright <clears throat> raged by it. But it happened in Bunnell Elementary School. Then, so back to the parent tells me that their child, informed them that those that were high achieving, not only did they parade across the front, but they also was given gifts. They had an opportunity to go to the, the gift table or whatever the case may be. But those that were underperforming couldn't get anything. I mean, how do you, how do you do that? And how do we go from here? How do we mend from here? I have no idea. I'm extremely upset. I've been making phone calls and I'm going to tell you one school board member in particular, I've been making a few phone calls you've been too. Phone calls? have disappointed me, completely disappointed me, because guess what? We find out that some of the teachers and administrators involved were black. So that's supposed to make it okay? That's supposed to make it okay? You know, Miss Albright, Jill, you made it. Albright. I mean, that's supposed to make it okay. Really? When did that happen? So, PJ, that means that if it's a black teacher that abuses a black child, that's okay. It's only bad. Well, that's exactly what happened. Let's look at kid. this for what it is. Flagler <laughs> County School. Let me just be real. I'm going to get it real basic for those that are listening to the sound of my voice. Raw. The administrators and teachers that participated in this travesty abused and bullied students, <laughs> black students at Bunnell Elementary School. Period. And, and be they black or white, it needs a letter of Period. reprimand needs to go into uh-huh. their into their folder. And Period. I want the principal of of Bunnell Elementary School to be fired. Fired. Yes. yes. All right. Period. Well, we, we've Period. got to take a break, guys. We're gonna come back. We're gonna talk more about this. Don't go anywhere. Don't touch the dial. You're listening to today with Pastor Jay. Yes.
NMLS number 228111, CHL NMLS number 15622. Hi, this is Steve Verrier, your proven local source for residential home financing needs. We can often say yes when others say no. So if you're having trouble, please let us take a look. You can find me online at thefloridamortgagecenter.com or call direct at 386-866-1112. We're proud to be a sponsor of Today with Pastor Jay. Immediately following Today with Pastor Jay at 8.30 a.m., you'll go from hearing me on a talk show to hearing me in my church service. Join me, Gerald Ministries Reverse Church, by dialing in 904-701-7177. Listen, you don't have to get up to go to church now. You can just call in 904-701-7177. Dial in and listen to the Word of God today. Follow Faith in Flagler for daily videos from Flagler County Faith Leaders. Hi, I'm your host, Brian McMillan. You can find the show on YouTube, Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram. Thanks for watching because building faith strengthens our community. Hey, this is Stephen, co-founder for Operation 22. And this is Chase, co-founder and marketing director for Operation 22. And this is Dennis, director of operations for Operation 22. We want to invite you out to our inaugural poker run. September 16th, we'll be starting at 10 a.m. at Iron Horse Saloon. Come visit our website at operation22.com so you can get signed up for the event. Come help us and support the Stop Veteran Suicide. Together we heal. Welcome back. Welcome back. You're listening to Today with Pastor Jay. And as you know, we have people that comment um, while we're live. But Gene Crawford, he said, it's disgusting and disappointing that these children were racially victimized. That's exactly what that in our school system. Our teachers and school leaders should be leading by example and uplifting all of our children. We have come a long way since the Civil Rights Act, and we have a long way to go. Teach the past as bad as it was, but why repeat it? We are better than this. Oh, wow. That's good. We are better than this. That's we're suppo- Last time I checked, we were better than this. I tell you who's supposed to be better than this, those that educate our students. Because that's their job. And, and Jill just mentioned the fact that she had a level of success in teaching some children that might have had some difficulties. And I just want to say personally, I was a mentor at Buddy Taylor um, for six boys that had been left back twice. Mm-hmm. And in the matter of that school term, I managed to get those boys graduated from middle school to high school. Um, Only two of them are really doing well now still. But the fact of the matter is sometimes if you if your job is to teach, then teach Mm -hmm. and don't teach um, or don't bring your personal uh, beliefs or habits to, to the job with you, which may have an underlining racism tone in it i just have to say it like i feel it because there's no other reason why you should have had these children segregated separated any Mm, any mm, cute mm. words you want to use but the bottom line is it's ugly and you know christ being a loving loving being my personal savior was not someone who was pleasant to look upon. And the the Bible said he had a staff and a rod. And so we need to use the rod of ugly correction Uh to handle these people that traumatize these young black kids. Go ahead. You know, um, this is the the world is outraged. It's been on local news. It's been on national National news. Yes. People are talking about it. And, you know, oh, let's just brush it under the rug because... Um, their intent was okay. Come on, please, please. 
people have been fired for doing less Look, in bigger the places. The roads of hell are paved with good intentions. Let's just be real. Come on. Amen. Now you said something. You know, let, let, your intent, the intent, you don't know what's in the heart of another person. And just because they're a teacher and all that, let me tell you something that happened to me today. A black teacher from Bunnell Elementary School reached out to me today. Now, I, I haven't posted on my um, personal social media because I've been upset. I've been very upset. I've been working and dealing with this for the last couple of days now um, with people in the community. My phone has just been blowing up. And I'm going to tell you, I, I just haven't been able to respond. But he sent me a message today. And he said, I am a teacher at Bunnell, a black male teacher. I was not part of the incident mentioned here. However, a lot of those fifth grade students were mine last year. They know of my upbringing and struggle, but I've always used it as a motivator. Yeah, I was raised in the projects, but through hard work and a little bit of luck, you can make it out whatever place you feel brings you down. Now, the actual event, it should have been an assembly by grade and simply acknowledging and or rewarding the high achievers. Use it to motivate the others without calling them out. On my end, before the end of the school year, I met with each of my kids and told them they where they stood test-wise. I also told them to never use that test as a barometer for how they view themselves as learners and or people. Now, kudos now, that's to this true. teacher, this black male teacher at Benel Elementary School. Now, I don't even know why he reached out to me. I've been quiet. Because you're a pillar in our community. Is that it? Well, <laughs> this pillar is meant. I, I didn't, he, it went in my spam, and I just happened to see it. But I'm grateful. But he's, he must have knew because I'm telling you, when I tell you I'm mad, I am angry. Be ye angry, but yeah. sin not. I'm telling you, I have a third grade um, granddaughter that attends Bunnell Elementary School. And Jesus Christ would have had to come down here to restrain me because if my grandchild had been in that class oh and in that, in that thing right now, Bunnell Elementary School would be burned to the ground. That's how I feel. That's oh how angry I am. Pastor Jay, I believe that that whole school needs in service because let me just tell you what I learned as a teacher. Can you tell us what in service means to those who don't know? That children live up to the expectations that you hold for them. Mm -hmm. So if the expectation is that they're going to be murdered or whatever those terrible words that were said to them is what's put before them, that's what they live up to. If you speak what you want you speak positivity you speak life into yep. these children you don't further oppress them you you that sometimes they have the ability they just have negative self-talk and negative things in their world uh-huh. and you don't know what's going on in their homes you don't know what's happening that's right i mean with the cost of living the way that it is we've having two and three jobs i mean everybody's and doing that's even more can. insulting to re- say that we're going to reward you with a big mac <laughs> or or uh, what do they call them a for the kids? Sandwich. Yeah, a happy meal? happy meal. Come on, you're killing me. It's an insult. It's an insult, and something needs to be done. Thankfully, you know, I'm not gonna burn the school down. That's how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just being honest with my feelings That's because good. it's upset. And you told me, Mark, one time you. You, that they actually burned Bunnell Elementary School They now. did. I don't want to mention his name. He's passed now, but he was a friend of a friend. And, yeah, he, he set that whole side of, of Bunnell on fire, actually. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I hope it wasn't because of this. I don't. I, I really, I, well, I know I it had it. a racist tone to it. I know that was the issue. So 
Oh, my goodness. Yeah, but- we just have to pray. So what are we going to do now? I can't begin to say when I was in elementary school and we moved um, from New York to the South, I had a teacher tell my mom, tell me. She failed me on every test. And my mom looked at my paperwork and she's like, you, you're not failing. Um, you've actually passed this. So she went to the school to talk to the teacher and the teacher said, I refuse to teach your smart black child. I went through that. So I take this personally. And my mom said, no, you're going to teach my smart black child. In fact, she took my desk and put it in front of the teacher's desk. She said, because you're going to look at my smart black child for the rest of the school year. (laughs) And my mother went to school every week, every week for the remainder of the school year and made that teacher teach me and give me the grade that I earned. That's good. And when the teacher told my mom that, now my mom, she's serious. She took her by the throat and put her in a corner and said, "Uh uh-uh, watch what you're getting ready to do. But make a long story short, I did pass that grade, that class, that grade and all of that. But I watched what my mother did. She stood against it. She didn't just necessarily get rid of the teacher. She made that teacher teach me. But by the end of the school year, that teacher was nowhere to be found. My mom made sure she was fired. She did. But she taught her a lesson, made her look at my pretty black face for the rest of the school year. Praise be to God. But I'm thinking about the mental health of these students. And these teachers and Jill and Lisa, um, where do we go from here? What do we do? Because at one time, suicide was so high in Flagler County. There's so many things. This is a definite traumatic experience for them. And some things, some things can't be repaired. You know, the scars, they, you know, especially if you don't know how to process it properly or don't get the right help. Um, these scars last forever. Right. So I think for me personally, I think we just need to, for the kids, pick up by the bootstraps. Mm. And I mean, I just can't believe this was the response to low test scores. Why did they, why didn't they offer a solution? These kids need extra help. We need to reach out in the community and find tutoring, you know, people to come in and let's tutor these kids after school, make sure they get their homework done, check their homework, go over it, give them encouragement or, Get them the hope scholarship and get them to. A that's what I'm school. talking about. I say let's get them out the schools. Call me. Get them out the schools. Is that let's what you mentioned about tra- transportation to yep. any school yep. in yep. the state? Yep. The state has programs set up. I say we pull them out of Bunnell Elementary School, put them in another school, and make Flagler County schools pay for it. How about that? How yeah. about that? Yeah, All right, guys, we gotta go. We're got to go. We're going to talk about this again. We're going to see how it goes. But right now, we're going to pray and just believe God for what's going to happen in Flagler County Schools. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much for joining me, Mark. Thanks, Thank you. Lisa. Thanks, Jill. God bless you all. And you know what I say? Yesterday's gone. Tomorrow's not promised. What are you going to do today? Today, you're going to stand up. Stand up and help somebody else's child. Stand up. You know, let's lock shields and lock arms and march and pray for these kids. God bless you. Have a great day.